the greatest country that this world has ever seen. Anyway, okay, moving on. All right, so back to what I was saying in the beginning where I talked about the church, right? We're, we're, we're talking about the church. Um, churches are being silent about Roe v. Wade, okay? Uh, and we've got a lot of things to talk about Roe v. Wade, not specifically about the decision itself, but things that are going on about, and, and here's a conversation I had just yesterday on a news hit. This is where we are right now on leaked information that the Supreme Court might overturn Roe v. Wade. Imagine what's going to happen in June or July if they do. Mm, it'll be horrible. Okay, so so this is some stuff that's happening right now, and this is this is why I get mad at churches. Okay, all right, guys, look, I'm going to keep it short. Good ranchers, I need every single one of you to listen to the words I'm saying right now. I need you to go support Good Ranchers right now. I need you to support the company that supported Dear America when we almost had to shut down. Now the radical left and every single thing that you can imagine is coming against these guys simply for supporting free speech. I need you to take it into your own hands and get off your proverbial butt and do something for fighting for the companies that are trying to do the right thing. Listen here, Good Ranchers is amazing. And I told him, you got to give me something for the people. You got to give me something. So if you go for a limited time, if you go to goodranchers.com slash gram, they're giving away with your order, two pounds of their American, American Wagyu burgers for free with my code Graham. That's G R A H A M. Listen again, if you don't know what good ranchers does, they sell 100% American meat. Stop buying from the grocery store. Stop eating China meat or Australian meat. Go to goodranchers.com slash gram to get a box of American meat and get two pounds of free rag Wagyu burgers and free shipping added to your order. Listen guys, again, good ranchers is the real deal. They saved this podcast when we were about to have to shut down and now they need our help to stand with them. Meat prices are soaring. And I love that when you subscribe, you lock in your price and get $25 off every box for the life of your subscription with good ranchers. As long as you're subscribed, your price will never change. No matter what happens in this crap shoot economy that Joe Biden has. So Go right now to GoodRangers.com slash Graham. Use my promo code G-R-A-H-A-M. Lock your subscription in forever and also get two pounds of free Wagyu beef burgers now. Because churches aren't doing anything. Uh, but rest assured, this is the Washington Times. In, in response to uh, Roe v. Wade, the Satanic Temple has now joined the pro-choice movement and demands religious abortion access if Roe is reversed. The Satanic Temple is now going to sue the Supreme Court for religious freedoms in regards to the ability to murder children. Is it really who you want on your side? But it, No, it's not. But, but my point is this. No, 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 I'm talking about like, like the left. It's like, is that who you the want on your Satanic side? The Satanic Temple is speaking. But the church is saying nothing. I'm going to say it again because I really feel like people just are not understanding. And and again, I say, if you're not a Christian and you listen to this show, this is the contrast that I'm trying to put out as well. The satanic church is getting involved in the Roe v. Wade 
discussion. The real church is saying nothing. One more time. The satanic church, okay? If you can argue one thing, if the church has any enemy in this world, you would think it'd be the devil, right? Like, you would think that if the church is going to pick up arms and fight anybody, buddy, it's going to be the devil, right? So you would think that the church would be at war with the satanic temple. I mean, you know, I'm just kind of putting two and two together here. The devil's kind of like the arch enemy of Christians, correct? Like, I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't feel like I'm crazy saying that type of stuff. So the church's main enemy, which would be the devil, and that's what the satanic temple is. It is churches that are dedicated to worshiping the devil, has officially joined the pro-choice movement and is going to sue the Supreme Court on a federal level for religious freedoms to be able to murder children whenever they want. But the church can't even talk about Roe v. Wade. We don't want to offend anybody, Graham. Am I the only one that, like, sees this stuff? Like I said, this is the Washington Times. This isn't like, look, the Satanic Temple said in a statement, the law is clearly on our side. (laughs) What? This, again, Christians, church. What in the world? The group claimed, this satanic temple, the group claimed protections for its abortion ritual. Oh. Do you hear hear what I'm saying to you? Sounds like, that sounds more like human sacrifice. The satanic temple said it would sue the Food and Drug Administration for access to abortion drugs. Uh, Mifepristone and misoprostol? I don't know for use under medical supervision as part of our religious abortion ritual. The satanic church is having abortion rituals. The group claimed that it's protected for its abortion ritual under the 1993 uh, Religious Freedom Restoration Act. The satanic temple said it also is researching the possibility of creating religious abortion facilities. A spokesman for the Massachusetts-based group did not immediately return a request for comment. The group is now considering researching the possibility of creating religious abortion facilities. But the church continues to say nothing. Are you freaking kidding me? How many, how many tabloids do we got to make? How many times? Ta- the satanic church is doing more on the discussion of Roe v. Wade than the actual church is. That's just sad. It's, it's beyond sad, Zach. It's infuriating. Where, where, where are all of the denominations of Christianity? Where's the Catholic church? Where's the assemblies of God? Where's the Lutherans? Where's the Baptists? Where's the Method? Where are all these people at saying, uh, we firmly stand for the overturning of Roe v. Wade, because we believe in life as conce- at conception as Christians. So we 100% stand with life and we'll join the five justices in backing them and supporting them, et cetera. Because you got the satanic temple that's saying we stand with the pro-choice and the four judges that are voting to keep Roe v. Wade, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is what I'm talking about. This, this, this is what I mean. And again, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. You can see the hypocrisy. That's all I'm trying to say. The the satanic temple (laughs) 
is getting in front of this. And the church is doing nothing. It's crazy. You can't, you can't make it up, man. I mean, you really, you really can't make it up. Uh, speaking of crazy satanic people, <clears throat> let's talk about uh, TikTokers talking yep. about why, and this isn't 100% about abortion. One of them is it's a mashup of crazy people talking about why we shouldn't want to have babies in the first place. So they went, they went from trying to go after men saying, man, you need to join the pro-choice side because if the baby is aborted, you don't have to pay child support. Literally. It's what Planned Parenthood and all these people are now spinning to men. <clears throat> is that is that you know you should be pro-choice because it saves you child support and then you're not locked into a kid for 18 years but now they're going with climate change is why you shouldn't have babies and this is real this is tiktok uh prepare your ear holes um here we go nothing medical ah. you know you're millennial when you question whether or not it's ethical to bring children into this world because of climate change we don't really know whether or not the world's going to be habitable in 30 years. So why would I bring children into this world? <laughs> so I've had two abortions. Nothing medical. I just find it incredibly morally unethical to bring another human being, another child, into this late-stage capitalistic shit show that is causing the literal extinction of our species. In our lifetime. This child that you want born so badly isn't going to live to see 30. And I need you to hear that. I need you to understand it. But enough about climate change. While the rest of us sit back and watch the planet slowly die. And I know we all feel helpless, but there's one thing worth a try. Don't have a baby. Don't bring a new life in the world. I know they're cute with their little hands and the way their fingers curl. But don't have a baby. Resist that primal urge to breed. Because give it 10 or so more years and they won't be able to breathe. These people are going to be, these ladies are going to be (laughs) miserable one day when they don't have kids. You're welcome for ruining your day. Um, But, but, but that's, that's where we are. That's the world we live in now. That's where these, that's where these, you know, (laughs) it's just, sometimes it's just hard to even come up with, with words. And and the best part about it is, you know, people will say to me all the time, there's this one idiot on Twitter that every single post I make, he says something. And I'll say something about extreme teachers and extreme people wanting to kill babies. And he'll always, and he'll always say, like, prove it. Prove it, you liar. You're just, a divi- you're just a divider. People aren't really saying these things. They're not really doing these things. You're just lying to stoke division and foot. Where is that lying? I just played it for you. Like, you know, like, no, that was real. now they've switched to you should abort and or not have kids in total because the world's going to be over in 30 years, which is, is a lot act- further than AOC said three years ago when she said we had 12 years. But, you know, it just keeps it keeps growing. So like, what else is going to happen in the next 30 years for us to have this uninhabitable wasteland? I, I don't I don't know. And again, all of this is purely selfish things. Right. So. Again, even that mindset comes from a selfish place, right? Oh, if, yeah. if they truly believe that the world is going to end in 30 years and be uninhabitable because we're having too many babies and too many people, then by very nature, they're just trying to save themselves. That 
they really they just don't want the responsibility of bringing a child up. Right, right. Well, yes, that's what it really is. But what I'm saying, even in their stance, it is an inherently selfish stance because they're saying, don't bring a baby in here because then the world's going to be uninhabitable and we're all going to die. Even though 30 years from now, these wretched women that most of them look like they were in their 40s already anyway, you probably only got 30, maybe 40 years left if you're lucky in the first place. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I don't worry about things that just me, I don't worry about things a hundred years from now because I won't be here. And also my children won't be here a hundred years from now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying burn all the natural resources and everything either, but what are you talking about? You weirdo. Anyway, I, I yeah, that's all I got. Churches do better <laughs> because this 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 is what we're actually dealing with here. Um, okay. Yesterday, Elon Musk broke the internet again. He's been doing that recently. Broke the internet again. And how did he break the internet? Uh, he broke the internet by saying that once he is CEO, he is going to reinstate Donald Trump's Twitter account. I know. Oh, I it's going to be fun again. And, 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 and like, and I, I've already said where my stance is on this. Trump has come out and said that he ain't getting back on Twitter, even if they do. Uh, Mr. Nah, President, I beg you to reconsider that. I, and I, I've, I've even talked to his, uh, his communications director and everything directly about this. Like as soon as I saw it, I made a phone call. I was like, I really think you need to start working on the president about this. I think that that is a wrong, wrong, wrong move. Absolutely. Um, he could still grow his social account. Absolutely. His, while still being on Twitter. It's a better way to grow truth social. Cause yeah. you've got, I mean, I want to say he had over 80 some odd million followers on Twitter when he got kicked off. Right. So it's a better way to grow truth social and more distribution during election seasons and whatnot if he chooses to run in 2024. No, he, he needs to be on it, it for is, sure. It is the wrong move not to get on Twitter, Mr. President. You need to reconsider that. But here's the craziest part. The man that was responsible for getting rid of Donald Trump, uh, this is New York Post, okay? So this is real-life stuff. Check this out. Jack Dorsey, the creator of Twitter and the former CEO, now agrees that Trump should have never been banned from Twitter. Is he like, I, I don't get what he's doing right now. Hey, Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey has admitted that he never should have allowed then the acting sitting president of the United States, well, Donald late. Trump, to be banned from the social media giant. The tech titan conceded Tuesday it was the wrong move after Elon Musk Twitter's presumptive new owner said he would reinstate Trump's account and that Dorsey agreed that there shouldn't be permanent bans. Um, I do agree, tweeted Dorsey, who was still at the helm when Trump was banned in 2021. He said there are exceptions listing sexual exploitation of children, illegal behavior, or network manipulation, but generally permanent bans are a failure of ours and don't work, he said. Man, oh man, how quickly things start. I wonder what made him change his mind. Change. Because he's not in charge of it anymore. That's why. Because the reality is Jack Dorsey never really believed that Donald Trump... The reality is this. Jack Dorsey knows... Here's the thing. He knew he was wrong the whole time. He, was, he had peer pressure going into it. Here's the real thing. 
all these people know that the 2020 election was rigged. They all know Donald Trump won. They all know they actively suppressed what arguably was the biggest bombshell in election history with the Hunter Biden laptop of now of which they have evidence in the laptop that of text messages from Hunter to his sister saying, unlike dad, I'm not going to make you uh, give me 50% of your salaries from your overseas deals. Okay. They all know that they cheated. 2000 Mules, the the movie that's come out, every single outlet in the world is trying to suppress this and go against this because it proves there was so much corruption in the 2020 election. Jack Dorsey is now coming around because he's not in charge anymore. Yeah. And and he's like, okay, yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> hey, man, I got no stake in the game anymore. I got my, my money out of it. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. We shouldn't have done that. That's why. He did it because they were all in on it. That's why he did it. And anyway, okay, moving on. Mr. President, again, reconsider. You need to get back on Twitter. All right, everybody. I mean, you know, the economy's in the garbage, man. It is a raining dumpster fire at this point. Thanks, Joe Biden. And let's go, Brandon. It finally happened, though. The Fed is realizing the dire straits of our economy. Thanks to Joe Biden. Uh, apparently, <laughs> you just can't spend trillions of dollars every year, and now we got $40 billion more going to Ukraine. But I digress. You're already starting to see the ripple effects. We got no baby formula. The effects in the housing market. People's buying power has diminished. Have you considered what could happen if the stock market in our economy stalls out? Don't wait till that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. Text the word GRAHAM, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 now for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Again, text the word GRAHAM to 989898 and secure the gains you've made while you can. Join the thousands of happy Birch Gold customers with countless five-star reviews and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I trust the professionals at Birch Gold, so go now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and protect your future with gold now. All right, so uh, I thought this was very interesting. Um, depending on what news outlet you go, all the left-leaning out- outlets are saying that first dip in inflation in nine months Thank you, Mr. President. But I want to put context to this. Inflation barreled ahead at 8.3% in April. 8.3. Higher than the expected 8.1. Okay? It only dropped 0.2%. Hey, I mean, for President Biden with everything that's been going wrong, that's I guess that's a big win. They were expecting (laughs) it to drop like 0.5%. And the economy and inflation is so bad that the left is trying to celebrate a 0.2, not a 2%, a 0.2% drop that was still not as good as they were hoping it was going to be. And I guarantee you they're showing, I saw this on CNN one time, they only show like a small portion of the graph. It's like, no, zoom it way out from right when President Biden became president Mm -hmm. and watch the inflation go up. Yeah, 
context is super important, but unfortunately, so many people only read the headlines and they're going to be like, oh, cool, inflation is going down. It's like, no, it's only gone up because of the sitting president. Yeah, exactly right. And, and, and so anyway, congrats, I guess. But that brings us into the next part of all this, which is, you know, <laughs> the real title of this episode in the first place is we made it. Um, yeah, we finally made it. I told you there's a lot to talk about, which is why this was going to be a two parter. Um, the title of these two episodes is no baby formula for you, but 40 billion to Ukraine yesterday. Um, they passed 40 billion more dollars going to Ukraine. Um, and Mitch McConnell in the Senate had a direct quote when he said this, we all agree the most important thing going on in the world right now is the war in Ukraine. That's the Senate minority leader for Republicans, Mitch McConnell. Again, he says, we all agree the most important thing going on in the world right now is the war in Ukraine. Uh, no, we don't agree. What are you talking about? Not, we don't agree at all with any of that. Um, the war in Ukraine is the worst thing going on in the world right now. Okay, so first of all, 70% of House Republicans voted for the $40 billion. Only 57 Republicans voted no against this. You know, here's just a couple things that are going on in America right now. Okay. Okay, while Mitch McConnell says, we all agree, the most important thing going on in the world right now is the war in Ukraine. Forget Roe v. Wade, forget all this other stuff. Um, gasoline is up 43.6%. Seems like a big deal. I had to pay 420 a gallon the other day. Used cars. Oh, the national average for a, a tank of gas right now is $4.37. That's the national average. We're not even talk about diesel. <laughs> uh, it's like five sixty a gallon for diesel in Texas. And we got decent gas prices here. And the craziest part about it is diesel is an is a less should is supposed to be a less expensive th- either way. Okay. Used <laughs> cars. Used cars are up 22.7%. Meats, mm-hmm. fish, eggs are up 14.3%. New cars are up 13.2%. It's 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 a better decision for you to buy a brand new car than it is for you to buy a used car right now. Completely flipped what everybody's, you know, growing up and, and everything like was. That 13% adds up when you're talking about forty, fifty thousand dollar vehicles. It is, it is, it Even is $20,000 It is a it is almost 10% more expensive to buy a used car than it is a new car. Dang. Electricity is up eleven percent. Food at home is up ten point eight percent. Transportation, that's your buses, your trains, your planes, all that stuff is up 8.5%. And food away from the home, i.e. restaurants, et cetera, is up 7.2%. You're right. We got the, the, the war in Ukraine is the biggest issue going on. So let's send another $40 billion to Ukraine because we got no problems here. Maybe we should focus on our problems at home. Also, um, okay. So let's talk about gas real quick. So the president uh, was asked straight up, and this was this this is a real reporter's question, okay? A real reporter's question. The reporter asked 
Have you ever considered asking the American people to drive less to combat the high gas prices? Ask Americans to gasoline prices and diesel prices at record highs. Yes. Yet you have yet to ask Americans to consume less. You're a train guy. Have you ever thought of your administration asking Americans to drive less, to take public transport? Well, if you ever raised a family like mine, you don't have to tell them. They're doing everything in their power to figure out how not to have to show up at the gas pump. The vast, that's why, the, for example, one of the things that's going to help a lot, but it's going to take time, is our infrastructure bill. The truth is, they don't have that, that many options in terms of transportation around the country right now. If you live in the Northeast what they're saying. Bill, if you're driving back and forth between Baltimore, Washington, New York, etc., but you don't have many choices. You don't have a whole lot of choices to deal with other aspects of transportation in terms of local transportation. They're pushing, see, and I know that not everybody hears and thinks the same way I do. They're pushing for government-owned public transportation. More trust you have to have in the government. To be, exactly. They want more government-owned public transportation everywhere. I don't know destroy my own car. So the government has all the money. They get all the profits, all the whatever, and then the people become dependent upon the government to get them to their job, to the grocery store, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. But the craziest part about all this stuff is the fact that um, we have a baby formula shortage. In the country. In fact, tragically, I read this morning that two babies had already have already died from malnourishment because mm. the truth of the matter is there are some women who can't produce breast milk. Yeah, that's that's just true. Alyssa was that way. All three kids, the breast milk never, never came in ever. Not once. Our children survived. All three of our children survived off baby formula, which was high as crack cocaine prices even back 12 years ago when we had gauge reportedly <clears throat> what has gone on is the biggest supplier of baby formula has been shut down in multiple areas and they claim that it's due to safety regulations not being followed to a t which again, they had no problems of ignoring safety regulations when doing all these emergency vaccines. In fact, Johnson and Johnson's vaccine has now been recalled because of a serious blood clotting issue that has been found. But they also said, but it's still, you know, think about it because it's still worth potentially getting for it to help out with COVID. Yeah, it's more it, it's more <laughs> beneficial for you to potentially have a blood clot than but you it don't is catch COVID for you to get the sniff sniffs anyway. I didn't know this. And the reason that we're finally talking about it is these plants have been shut down for over two months. Did you know that? I didn't know that until I researched into it. I just saw like, like people were having problems getting baby formula. And then I started looking into it and these plants have been shut down for two months. So my question is, what in the crap is taking so long? What's going on? What, like, why, why are other people not jumping in to help in this regard here shouldn't the fact that millions upon millions of babies don't have nourishment and baby formula to grow and live shouldn't that be a big deal like even on top of gas price forget gas prices we got babies that can't eat what are you talking about 
What? And and this is manufactured baby formula. You know what I mean? Like it's synthetic almost. You know, it's not like oh, we need more mamas to pump out breast milk. Let's go. No, we have a factory. And why is it one factory? Well, it's a business. They actually have multiple factories, but they shut down all of them. Why do we only have one business that's the main supplier of baby formula? Why is there a monopoly on the baby formula industry to where if one thing goes wrong, now all of a sudden our babies can't get baby formula? Am I the only one thinking about these questions? Whose bright idea was it that only one company owns the majority of baby formula manufacturing. But we can go. That's really stupid to have one manufacturer what? for such an important product. And and again, I and then the worst part about it is we're seeing the hurt and effect of it now, and everybody's talking about baby formula now, but these plants were shut down two months ago. If it was in fact due to safety protocols. How long does it take to fix the safety protocols? What about all the people that work there? Those people aren't protesting because they don't have a job? Like, what, what, are, what is going on? You have to ask yourself, like, what is going on? What about all these fires that are taking place at Walmart distribution centers? Walmart distribution centers, not the actual store. I'm talking about the distribution centers. They're catching on fire all over the country. Nobody's talking about it. What about all these food distribution facilities that are being shut down and or also subsequently catching fire all over the country? Why is nobody talking about it? I'm not a conspiracy guy, but the buildings are literally on fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's not being a conspiracy theorist. That's me going, hey, that building's on fire. And that's where all the distribution of Walmart supplies and then all these food distribution places, that's where all of it comes from. Uh, that could be a problem in two to three months, don't you think? Yeah, and it just, uh, they completely closed down that entire, uh, they, they completely closed down the entire distribution center. The baby formula? No, 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 the, the Walmart where, the Walmart place, the Walmart one that caught on fire. There you go. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, at what point do we sit here and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Uh, something, <laughs> something is going on here. Someone made a decision two months ago to shut down. Let's just stick to baby formula. We won't talk about the food distribution centers at Walmart today because it'll be another two hours. But let's just talk about the, the, the current issue, baby formula. Okay. Somebody made the decision two months ago to shut down the company that owned the monopoly and owned like 80% of baby formula creation and, and supplementation and um, shipping for baby formula in the entire country. Somebody made the decision to shut that down two months ago over safety protocols not being followed and concerned and concerns. Okay, cool. All right, I get that. Okay. I can get with that for a second. Okay, uh, we got to shut this down because the safety things are not being followed. We got to fix it. And we got to fix it super quick because this is the freaking baby formula manufacturing thing for the entire country. But it was two months ago. And so the reason that now 
the shelves are bare for baby formula is because this place <clears throat> has been shut down for two months. And we're just now finding out about it because people can't find baby formula on the shelves. Nobody said anything for two months. For two months, nobody said anything. This place has been shut down in multiple states. This, this, this company has been shut down for two months. And nobody said anything. Nobody's doing anything. At what point is it, again, I, I, and I say, this, I say this again, either we have literally the dumbest people in the history of our entire society is our entire lineage of history as a human race currently making decisions for everyone. Which is possible. Which I'm not saying isn't possible because these people are mouth-breathing morons, okay? Or all this stuff starts to be on purpose. This overpopulation thing they're trying to do. Now they're shifting to the economy uh, and, 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 uh, climate change, et cetera. Why we need to have the ability to, 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 to abort babies if we need to or not, et cetera, et cetera. Well, well, of course we need to control how many babies are coming in the world. We can't even feed them all. It just starts to feel like this stuff is starting to occur. Uh, all these prices are going up. Gas is becoming unaffordable. People either can't or won't buy homes now because homes are so high and inflated. Uh, even Airbnb. I'm in an Airbnb right now, but I think even Airbnb might be playing a part of it too because did you know that now <clears throat> major real estate companies are going through buying all the homes so there's no rentals anymore. They're buying all the homes and putting them on long-stay Airbnbs. And things like that now, mm -hmm. keeping people from being able to rent. Uh, so, so you can't rent a home. So if you want to stay in anything other than an apartment or an Airbnb, you got to buy a home. But homes are at a 40% inflation rate right now. So it's almost like they're trying to force people to, even though people know it is absolutely the dumbest thing you could possibly do is buy a home right now. They're not leaving you a whole lot of options. You got a yeah. family of five. How are you going to fit in an apartment? You know what I mean? Uh, all of the rentals are now going away because Airbnb pays either the owner of the rental more money to go with Airbnb and or real estate companies are just buying the houses and putting them on Airbnb now. All of these things start to play a role and you just have to start to ask yourself, at what point is it no longer all of these things are just, we're now in like 500 separate events that seem to be super coincidental for the narratives that are being pushed. And I don't believe in coincidences at all, much less 500 of them. And there's yeah. probably more that we don't know about. How many more situations like the baby formula issue that actually started two months ago what happens two months from now that's already the businesses have been shut down and we don't know about it until two months from now when we're out of food? Yeah. At what point do you just look and say, um, <laughs> this is all just starting to feel really nuts. It's just starting to feel really 
really crazy and scary. Um, okay, let's get into the final thing. Um, these protests that are going on at the Supreme Court justice, uh, um, the, the, the Supreme Court justices' homes, their private residences, justices and their families are having to be moved to undisclosed locations. Again, I'm going to say, we have people, quote-unquote, protesting in front of people's private homes where their children live. Okay, again, I'm going to say it again. We have people now protesting in front of people's private homes where their children live over a decision that could happen that they don't like. What's going to happen when the decision happens and they don't like the actual decision and they're already doing this. So here, here's the things I want to talk about. So Senator Warren, Congressman Omar, Tlaib, all defend activists showing up in front of Supreme Court justices. They wouldn't. Uh, what if it was at their home? All right. Jen Psaki comes out yesterday and says this about it. An outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And We certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. They won't stay peaceful. And so a lot of people are saying that, you know, it's their First Amendment rights to protest and all this other kind of stuff. And the right is screaming, no, it's not. You, you cannot do that in front of people's private homes. So I decided to do this a different way. I said, you know what? Let me read this from a horrible left-leaning organization to find out what they say on the left side about this stuff. Uh, because, you know, I know what the Constitution says, but I want to hear what left-leaning organizations say about it. So I went to the ACLU to read their Know Your Protesting Rights page. And here's what it says. Now, this is the ACLU.org, okay? Pretty left-leaning. <laughs> Yeah. All right. The First Amendment protects your rights to assemble and express your views through protest. However, police and other government officials are allowed to place certain narrow restrictions on the exercise of speech rights. Make sure you're prepared by brushing up on your rights before heading out into the streets. It says this, your rights are strongest in what are known as traditional public forums, such as public streets, public sidewalks, and public parks. You also likely have the right to speak out on other public property like plazas in front of government buildings as long as you are not blocking access to the government building or interfering with other purposes the property was designed for. Here we go. Private property owners can set rules for speech on their property. The government may not restrict your speech if it is taking place on your own property or with consent of the property owner. This is straight from the ACLU's page. Yeah. You know what that says? You can't do it in private property areas if the owner doesn't want you there. I promise you, not a single one of these judges wants you there. You do not have the right. And that comes from a 
left lean the freaking ACLU. And they're pretty left leaning. They say point blank, you do not have the right to protest on private property without the owner's consent or permission. So my question is this, what in the world, and I love our law enforcement, I do, what is our law enforcement doing? How are they allowing this to happen? They are literally breaking the law. You are not allowed to intimidate people, their families, and their children on their private property. But yet, hundreds of people are showing up in front of the judge's private homes every single day. Now, their argument will be, well, they're standing on the street. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. You're obstructing their daily activities in their home. They They can't live in peace in their own home. Yeah. And also, <laughs> the street connects to private property. You can't, you, can't do, you can't do these things. It also says very clearly that even if you're on the street or sidewalk in front of government facilities, okay, you can't impede access to and you cannot interfere with daily proceedings in any way, shape, or form or fashion. Don't you think hundreds of people in front of your home uh, would violate access to the home and or daily activities. Oh, it would make me super nervous just to get in my car and have to try and drive so, through them. So your kids can just go play football out in front of the front yard uh, while hundreds of people are standing out there screaming and protesting against you in front of your own house? No, you cannot do these things. It's like it's like it's like a, it's like we're taking crazy pills. We have hundreds of people tormenting. I also read that the schools that the children go to have been released. The private addresses of other family members have been released of the Supreme Court justices. Every violation of personal uh, freedoms, privacy, space, etc., have all been violated in this and are actively being violated. And what I'm warning everyone about is this is happening before an official ruling actually comes down. This is a situation police and government officials have an obligation to stop things that have a obvious lead to horrific violence. All it's going to take is one protester to get too close to somebody's kid. That's it. Yeah. That's all it's going to take. That is all it's going to take. And somebody's getting shot in the face. I mean, I'm just, I'm telling you right now, if, 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 if one protester shows up in front of my house, <laughs> I don't care if you're standing on the street or not. We got some problems and somebody's leaving and it ain't going to be me. I, I'm just telling you the truth, man. Do, do, do not do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot of rednecks that have been praying for such a, situation to occur <laughs> as for you to show up to their doorstep because they <laughs> they have been they have been praying for this for years <laughs> and practicing for years for this exact occasion but we have an official statement from the White House press secretary directly from the president of the United States 
She literally says we continue to encourage and condone the protesting in front of the justices' homes. Oh, if it was in front of their homes, they'd, they'd, they'd be so upset. Again, and the fact uh, that the information was getting out. Again, 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 one more time. Protesting in front of the Supreme Court, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. That is where you protest, in front of the Supreme Court. You can't go in the Supreme Court because that's not protected by the First Amendment. But you have every right to protest in front of the Supreme Court. Absolutely. You have every right to do so. You do not have the right to go in front of people's private homes. That would be called intimidation. And that's also illegal. (laughs) You're not allowed to do that. It doesn't matter if they're Supreme Court justices or not. If I, if, if Zach, all right, take me off. I'm a public figure, whatever. If Zach has people protesting in front of his house, he is allowed to call the popo and be like, yeah, I don't know who these people are. And they're yelling and screaming at things at me in front of my house. They are literally in front of my house. Like there's my fence. There they are. Police would come immediately and move and get rid of those people. Cause that's yeah. called intimidation. You can't intimidate people. You can't do those things. But we live in a world now where the federal government is condoning intimidation, threats of violence. Uh, Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago literally said that the LGBTQ community needs to call to arms to be ready to fight because they're coming after gay rights next. She literally says in a tweet, Call to arms to be ready to fight. Yeah, I love how they are um, with this whole abortion thing that's going on. They're automatically assuming that the right is going to automatically take it a step further and take away gay rights. Take away the the one that makes is the craziest to me is interracial marriage. No, nobody have a problem with interracial man. Yes, you're right. And so, hang on, let me see if I can find the exact quote from her really quick. Anyway, I know what I read. I know that's out there. And Donald Trump was impeached for telling people to go peacefully protest. He said the words, peacefully protest. Mayor Lightfoot is saying, call to arms. But that's fine. That's fine. Doesn't matter. None of it matters. We're a lawless, lawless people in society. We are a society of no rules unless unless they're your rules and the rules of the left seem to be ever evolving and ever changing of what can be and what can't be. And you better pay attention to what's happening because this is what's going on. This is the real world. This is what's happening in our society and nothing is going to change unless we stand strong in what we know is actually right. Where are the counter protesters? Where are the where are the protesters that are there in front of the justices' homes to protect the justices' homes? That's my question. Where are that? Where is the church showing up in front of the Supreme Court justices' homes to protect the Supreme Court justice from these crazy people? Where are they? They're nowhere. What? How in the world? Again, uh, uh, and I'm going to end it with this. Governor Yunkin in Virginia, I'm super disappointed in you. Where are you? Where are you? How can you let this happen? Again, 
this shouldn't be allowed to happen to normal citizens, but these are freaking Supreme Court justices. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying that any citizen is more important than the other, but at the same point, uh, we do have laws that say that there are certain things like it's one thing to kill a person. It's another thing to kill the president. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, in no way am I saying in any shape, form or fashion that anybody should do anything of any anger, violence or, or anything to the president of the United States for media matters. No way. Absolutely not. I'm using a contrast here. Okay. There is a difference between shooting the president of the United yeah. States and shooting Joe Schmo off the street in Chicago. Both lives matter equally. I'm just saying that, you know, if you hurt the president, that's considered an act of, uh, uh, of uh, treason against the country to do yeah. those kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's not considered an act of treason. If you know, somebody shoots somebody in Chicago, both lives matter the same, not saying that they don't. I'm just saying that there are differences in the thing. I know that's a touchy subject. People don't like to do that. All lives matter the same on a soul equality level, but the cater the categorization of it in criminal court, et cetera, is different. If you intimidate Supreme Court justices versus your ex-girlfriend yeah. that you just won't leave her house. See what I'm saying? Both are horrifically wrong and the police are supposed to step in on both occasions, but they're categorized different on the criminal aspect of things. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, right off the bat, off the top of my head, uh, intimidation in regards to uh, federal court, uh, intimidation in regards to federal proceedings, intimidation in regards to outcomes of uh, a verdict within the highest court in all of the entire country. I mean, the list can go on and on what mm -hmm. these people are doing right now. They wouldn't allow protesters to protest out in front of the hotel rooms of where they have jurors. During a trial, that would be considered illegal, would it not? Yeah. Wouldn't that be considered uh, intimidating witnesses, intimidating jurors, et cetera, et cetera? Isn't that against the law? I know it is. We've yeah, all heard we that. Intimidate Intimidation of the witness. Intimidation of the witness. They're not even allowed to do that in court. <laughs> but yet, it's fine. It's fine. It's just perhaps the biggest ruling in the history of the country in 50 years you're right <laughs> just let them do whatever they want to do it's crazy stuff man but that's the world and that's all we have for you right now at the midpoint of the week i can't wait to see what happens on friday uh hope you enjoyed this hope you guys have a fantastic day thank you guys so much for listening make sure to do me a huge favor share this with your friends Send it to five people. Tell them to subscribe to the podcast. Do leave it. us five stars. Leave us a review. It helps us in the charts. Thanks so much. We hope you enjoy this hump day, and we'll see you all again next time.